Every uh, Tuesday, we talk hockey and whatever else pops up with uh, Coyotes legend, Chief Hockey Development Officer Shane Doan, who joins us right now on the Arizona Sports Line. Doner, good morning. How are you? I'm good. Guys, doing. I'm hoping my phone works. I'm trying to find the right spot. It already so sounds like crap. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Come on, Tim. <laughs> Tim firing shots. Come on, Tim. Donor. Where are you, Shane? Right now. I like it. I like it. Where are you, Shane? <laughs> uh, can you, uh, you guys can't hear me? Now we can. Again, now. But where? Where oh, are you? Goodness. I'm at my house. <laughs> Don Manor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's, seem- this, it's this neighborhood. So uh, It seems like it's been six years we've been talking about this road trip. It probably feels that way for, for the Coyotes. Another one goal loss last night, but uh, the end is coming close. I, I think I counted five one-goal losses uh, on this trip, uh, Donor. I mean, how close is this team to being able to compete right now? You know what? It's a testament to the guys that in the. You look at what what the Islanders did last year, who went to the Stanley Cup to the Conference Finals for the East, the East Conference Finals, two years in a row against the Stanley Cup Final winner, and won seven games against them. They had a similar start to this year as we did this year, and I think they went two and fourteen in their first sixteen games because of the road trip and. How close are we? It's it's hard to tell, but I do. I have been so impressed with our guys' willingness to continue to compete, and it's a testament to the guys and to the leadership and to and to Andre Tarney as a head coach and his coaching staff that they've never. They just keep they keep going. They keep they keep fighting. They keep going, and it's a tough tough situation. Donor, do you think the guys almost are looking at? the end of the road trip as the end of like a separate season, like almost like a mental, a mental hurdle break has been put to bed and starting with Boston on Friday, December 9th, back at home. It's like, okay, now let's try to get back to some normalcy, a normal schedule and try to rack up some W's and play like a normal team going forward here. Is it, is it possible? That's the way the guys might be approaching this thing. I think there's no question that they've divided the season into kind of two parts. Yeah. The first up until December 9th where you're trying to get through everything and then you try to get going after that and you try to be somewhere relevant after that. Um, and then it's lovely that the team that's waiting for you is probably the <laughs> yeah, best right. team in hockey <laughs> when you get back on December 9th. That's, uh, I mean, at the beginning of it all, I don't think we were thinking Boston would be the best team in hockey, but now when you see what they're doing, it's pretty impressive. Hey, Boston finally uh, got a defeat on their home ice, so there's that. They're they're beatable, Shane. At least we've, we've seen yeah, that. Yeah, in overtime. <laughs> in overtime, when they still got a point at home, it's crazy. See how good they've been. Talking with so us. So it's, it's going to be a battle. Yeah, talking with us, Shane Doan, uh, Coyotes Chief Hockey Development Officer here on the Arizona Sports Line. In terms of some of the personnel on this team, we know Jacob Chikrin's back. He's been very involved offensively. He's got points in four of the seven games that he's played. Uh, even while he was out, though, Shane Gostisbehere has been uh, very reliable uh, as a scoring threat. Can you just talk about that duo and what they give the offense uh, for the Coyotes this year? Yeah, Ghost has been incredible. He was incredible last year. And it's, you know, we talk all the time about what's wrong with a player and what is it that, you know, why is he struggling? And and when you you look at something that Ghost is, what he went through the year before in Philly, and it really is such a mental game. Like, I don't care what sport you're playing, 
your mindset is so important, and I think uh, I think that's why Andre Tarney is so valuable as a as a coach on this team because he's able to get people to that spot where no matter what's going on around them, they they seem to have success with inside his system. And now you're looking at Jacob Chikrin and you're looking at Ghost, and those are two guys that are so valuable and so important to us and they they provide so much offensively they're both wanting to join the play they both have kind of a unique skill sets as ghost is so deceptive and, and chick is so powerful and shoots puck so well so they're both kind of complementing each other and, and it's just nice having them both on the ice at the same time hey donor i know the organization was excited about the tempe city council voting seven nothing to support the new uh, arena entertainment district proposal uh, last week and now you guys look forward to that that May sixteenth uh, being put uh, to a local uh, referendum. But I, here's what I wanted to ask you in regards to that. You know, Gary Bettman comes in and shows his support. You know, doesn't just issue a statement. Gets his butt on a plane and, and comes out here. Man, oh man, we've all been through the ringer with this thing for seemingly a decade plus. Gary Bettman has had so many opportunities to pull the plug on hockey in this market, but man, he has stayed behind this deal forever and ever. So really a two-part question. Your thoughts on Gary Bettman's unwavering support and the league support to keep NHL hockey in Phoenix, and also, why do you think that's been? Why? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Um... (laughs) Uh, Mr. Bemman and I got to know each other when he was our owner uh, a lot better than I probably ever dreamed I'd ever get to know the commissioner of the league. And um, we he, we talked, and, and talking with him, I think he sees what everybody else sees, that this is an opportunity here to have a city that's growing the way that Phoenix is, without a doubt, but also the... The people that come here tend to be from the north where hockey has done so well, and there are so many transplants. And the Canadians that come down from from Canada, snowbirds for the winter, and the ability to have the corporate kind of support as more and more headquarters seem to be flocking to the valley. And, it, and, the, and obviously the size of the valley, I think it's the fourth largest TV market in, in North America. So all of those things add up. To making it, I understand why it, it he would want to fight for it. And then on top of it, there's, I mean, he he thinks it's the right decision. Like he, he just does. And and when you look at it, and and what I from what I've seen, and hey, I've I believe that from you know probably the third or fourth year that we were here, that this place could not only be one of the staples, but one of the flagship organizations if it's done right and you have to have ownership you have to have the building you have to have everything kind of lined up and uh and if you do that then the success that we could have would be it would be great and you look at what the suns have done and when they're when the suns are competitive it's been so hard to get a ticket in this town to get to go true. to the suns game and and, true. and same with the same with the d-backs and the and the cardinals and you just when you have the the right I guess ingredients to make that all work. This is a place that there's there's great sports fans here, and they cheer for winners. And it's an event based town, and so you have to make it an event. And if you do that, you'll not only succeed, you'll thrive. And and I think that their their analytics say that. And then I also believe that in his heart, Gary, he's somebody we've talked about him many many times, and I've expressed my love for this place. And he's 
he understands that. And at the same time, he's, I think there's an element of, he sees how just justifiable it is. Yeah. And I think when this building gets done in Tempe, donor, I use this line, I'll use it to you too. The coyote should retire Gary Bettman's number. (laughs) (laughs) Right. All right. I'm in. We're the one place that he should probably never, ever, like, you know, an ongoing joke in our league when he presents the Stanley Cup that they boo him. Mm-hmm. I I hope and pray that there is a day that I get to watch us get presented the Stanley Cup instead of booing each they cheer for him because <laughs> we would definitely uh, we, he would definitely deserve it. Absolutely, Donor. Good to talk to you again. Uh, have a great week. We'll talk to you next Tuesday.